Hello guys, how's it? Welcome to Shooting the Shit with Jeremy, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything, anyone and everyone. Enjoy the show. How's it guys? Hello, welcome to episode three and thank you guys for tuning in again and checking us out and, you know, listening to all the craziness that I have in my mind and in my head and that I'm spewing out to you guys and hopefully it's, you know, been entertaining for the least. Maybe I've helped you and, you know, you guys are able to take a little bit of what I've said and what I'm trying to share with you guys and make the world a better place, make yourself a better person and... Yeah, just, you know, have some fun and enjoy at least, you know, get a good laugh out of what I'm telling everybody. So majority of my adult life, I've been some sort of coach or teacher and instructor. Um, I coach high school swimming for 15 years, took a little break. Now I'm back coaching high school swimming again. I coach learn to swim programs for the county of Kauai and privately, actually, all over the island. Um, for 20 plus years, I was a lifeguard and CPR and AED instructor for a good 10, 12 years, something like that. Um, so a lot of my adult life was, you know, around swimming pools, coaching, teaching, water-based water activities, you know, surf lessons, all that kind of stuff. Um, the reason I bring that up and why I'm going to talk about it today is because a lot of coaches, think that there's one way to teach something and there's only one way to learn something and I hated that I had coaches in high school and growing up that you know it was this is how they taught this is how everybody should learn and too bad too sad you either get it or you don't and I hated hated that so I always had this theory that I would make a good coach. I remember in high school when I was swimming in high school telling my friends and teammates that one day I'm going to be a better coach. You know, I could I can explain it way better than the coaches. I know I could I can make you understand it a lot better. I didn't know really at that time what I meant by it, but I knew there's more ways to skin a cat, I guess would be kind of like an analogy we would use. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um with that said, it's, you know, everybody learns differently. Everybody teaches differently. Not everybody's going to learn by sitting and listening to somebody talk. Not everybody can learn by watching somebody demonstrate it. Not everybody can learn by hearing how to do- how it's done or somebody showing you how it's done. Everybody's different. And I've always, always prided myself on being able to have all kinds of different ways to explain and to teach stuff um granted like i said earlier it's water-based stuff is my forte but you know it goes to say with anything baseball football mechanics flight school whatever you know if you're teaching something and you you are worth your weight in gold as an instructor as a coach as a teacher you have to know different ways to teach it because your students aren't gonna all listen and learn the same way you know, I would always tell my high school kids when we were learning a new stroke, be like, okay, let's try it like this. And you could see the ones that would get it. And then you'd look at the ones that like, hey, you don't get it. That's okay. Don't worry. Let's try it like this. What do you, I would ask them, what are you into? What do you listen to? What do you watch? What do you do? And I would try to find a common ground and they'd be like, oh, I like to dance, you know? And I'm like, all right, cool. So you ever seen break dancing? Do you know the worm? Yeah. Okay, well, you're going to make your body like the worm, like you were breakdancing. 
and he he or she would be like oh okay they would get it right away the next kid would still be looking at me didn't quite get it yet i'm like all right how do you you know what what helps you learn and they're like i like to see it done demonstrate it i'm like all right i would jump in or have one of the older students you know or the more seasoned vets jump in and teach them and show them and then they could pick it up and you know that might help and then the other kid might be well I need, I need to, you need to move my arms or show me like, you know, show me the motions, you know, move my arms in that motion. So we would do that. And that's just a small example of little things that I used to do as a coach and not just me, you know, I had, had an awesome coach that I coached with for years and taught with for years. And, you know, me and her could finish each other's sentences. We knew what each other was doing and we, we could just, we worked, we gelled really good together. So we coached so well together. So we had a lot of um, kids come through our programs. And when we would do stuff like that, we would, we would take these kids that basically couldn't swim, couldn't, literally i had a kid that couldn't even swim across the pool by the time he graduated he was swimming the 500 freestyle at the kif championship which you know i could go into all that but that's a that's a pretty big deal and that had to do with how we coached and how we taught and we made it easy for the students the athletes to learn we didn't just say hey this is what you got to do we're going to demonstrate it to you once then you can do it and you can pick it up so you know and the same goes with when i was teaching lifeguarding classes right yes there's very strict rules that you have to follow there's very there's protocols there's checklists you know to become american red cross certified lifeguard you have to do a b and c in a b and c's order however there is they do give you leeway after and before that to use different analogies and teach different things as long as the student can do it correctly the first time or can do it correctly then you could add on a little bit extra because what they teach in the books or what they taught on the videos doesn't really always um, roll over into real life scenarios right so we during when we were teaching those classes and training those new lifeguards we'd be like hey look this is how they do it in the mainland or this is how the book in the um the video showed you however if you do it like this it'll save you time it'll be safer it'll get you to where you need to be get your victim where you need to be and just it just works better you know but this is what we have to teach you but this will work in a pinch too type thing. And that I got in a little bit of trouble for here and there because sometimes, you know, I didn't agree with what they were teaching, but I still had to follow the protocol and I made it very, you know, well known that certain things don't work. Like we're teaching how to save somebody in a lake and a river in Hawaii where there's oceans, right? Yes, we have river um, reservoirs and rivers, but it's different. We weren't you know, that was all they would teach. So we'd have to adapt it. And a lot of these things that, <coughs> excuse me, that we, that I learned and that how I taught and I teach my kids and stuff was how I was taught and learned through the years. I would take a little bit of each one of my instructors, each one of my coaches, each one of my teachers of how they would, they would interact with me, other, other students, other athletes. And I would see what I felt, I would take what I felt worked and what didn't work, and I would try to make my own 
style, my own theory, my own, my, I would be become my own coach. You know what I mean? Like my style of coaching worked for me. And through all those years, it worked. We had some of the highest graduation rates at Learn to Swim programs for the county. We had the biggest teams for high school swimming, you know, where we would bring these kids in in seventh, sixth, seventh, eighth grade and train them so when they got to ninth grade and actually could join actual athlete, join the swim team, they weren't so far behind. We didn't have the luxury of all those years of having age group swimmers come in and make our swim team like a lot of these coaches do. We didn't have the luxury of doing research for these um, lifeguard classes, these guys that are already certified, we were training and certifying guys from scratch. So there was a lot of learning that had to been had to be done on my part, by my, you know, instructors, coaches, teachers. And that's, you know, in my eyes, is is the um, view of a good or not a view, but that's a that that is a good coach. You know, a good coach is somebody that can take the good and the bad, because you got to have bad, right? You got to, you know, like, hey, this doesn't work, or you can't always yell at the kids, or you can't always scream at the kids, or you can't talk to one kid the same way as you do another kid, right? Every Everybody's different in their learning abilities. Um, so you got to take the good and the bad and know when to separate and how to talk to certain kids and how to not talk to certain kids, you know? A good example of something like that is I like to use the math or the um, the dice analogy, right? You could take a dice and you could roll the dice and you have a three and a four equals a seven. But you could also roll the dice and you can get a five and a two and it still equals seven. It's not necessarily how you get from point A to point B but the fact that you got to get from point A to point B. You know what I mean? It's still seven. It, you're still getting from point A to point B. It's just there's different styles. There's different um, roads. There's different avenues. There's different, you know, not everybody's the same. And I know for a fact that my style of coaching and when I did this made the kids feel, the athletes feel a little bit more um at ease and comfortable because they knew if they didn't get it right away they could one either ask me a question or the other coaches and instructors that we were working with and we try to explain it and get them to a better point or you know um, explain it better or in a different way for them or two they knew that eventually if I was watching them or the other coaches were watching them and they didn't pick up on it we would pick up on it and be like hey you know what maybe that didn't work for you how about if you try this or you know maybe we have to start backwards instead of we start with your head we're going to start with your hips um that kind of stuff <clears throat> and with that it also ties into coaching is we're teaching these young adults hey we i've had old people young people so we're teaching these students these athletes in my eyes not necessarily to be the greatest athlete, to be the best swimmer, to be the best lifeguard, to be the greatest everything. We want to instill this sense of pride, this sense of belonging, this sense of, hey, I did it into these athletes. Like, hey, I can do it. I can, if I put my mind to it, I can, I can, I can get to that. I can do this. Um, it's not so much as you, 
telling the kids, all right, if you do this, this, and this, we're going to go to state, you're going to qualify, you're going to go get a college um, scholarship, or, you know, if you guarantee you pass this, you're going to get a job lifeguarding on the beach, or, you know, hey, when you guys learn to swim, and you do the best you can, then, you know, you're going to get a medal, which, you know, if they did swim, they would get a medal. However, we didn't have any specific strokes. Usually they had to do, we call it the county stroke, whatever got you from point A to point B, they would get a medal. The older kids had to do different strokes to get medals. But the point of what I was trying to get at was as coaches and teachers and instructors, to me, it was always more important to give these students, athletes, um, a sense of accomplishment. You know, not every one of these kids that came through our doors, through our gates, wanted to go to college, wants to, you know, get um, a state time, go to championships. Some of these kids were coming to us because they had whatever bad, bad home lives and we gave them a sense of belonging. Some of these kids, they just needed this swimming to get their mind off their schoolwork. Some of these lifeguards were coming through our doors to get certified for surf lessons. They didn't want to become lifeguards. They needed to become surf instructors or they needed to pass towels out at the hotels, you know. But what we did was is we gave them a sense of belonging and that they could do it from whatever age from the four five-year-olds that we taught how to swim to I think my oldest student I taught lifeguarding to was in his his 60s I believe back in the day um, but we're like hey let's get you through it we don't we never wanted anybody to fail you know me and my co co coaches co-teachers co-instructors our goal wasn't to make you fit fail our goal if you felt failed to me that was a failure on the instructor's part if we had a low graduation rate it wasn't the kids fault that was the instructor's fault but in the same realm of things it's okay that negative made me go back and think and look back on what i had to do better to better myself and why were these kids not getting it? Did I not teach them a certain way? Did they not understand a certain way? Um, so not my, you know, not every coach, not a, a great coach isn't necessarily somebody that takes every, their kids to states every year. A great coach isn't somebody that, you know, wins a Super Bowl every year, even though that's how society grades a lot of stuff. Um majority of society sees greatness in coaches and teachers and instructors but that's not to me that's not it i love when my students and my teacher or excuse me my students and my athletes come back and they're like hey coach remember that time you know you you did this and you said this and you know look this is my wife these are my kids like they come back and they're happy and they remember those times those were good times for them you know we made them happy we gave them an outlook on life other than you know like hey we got to do this because we got to win you know um those to me that in, are the good coaches that instill these positive positive things in life and you know if we could teach them a little bit of positivity and they could pass it on and pass it on you know it kind of ties all back into episode one where it's like hey we do that little bit extra right you do you teach treat your students and your athletes and the athletes and students teach the coaches with respect humility 
and just grace, right? And you, they, that that goes a long ways. You know, I I could have been having the worst day ever, and then these kids come in and they're so happy and they're like, "Hey, coach, I asked that girl out and she said, yeah, I'm going on a date." Or, "Hey, coach, I got an A on this thing." Or, "Coach, I did my PR per, uh, personal record on the 500." Or, you know, the um, lifeguards would come back, "Hey, hey, um." Uncle Jeremy, pool guy, um, we got, I got hired on the beach, you know, or I, I'm going to be a fireman or you know, I got to, into DLNR, whatever, you know, those are the reasons why I coach those, you know, it was never trying to be the best coach. I was never trying to win every championship. I never tried to be the big headed guy that's like, hey, my guys went to states my swimmers did this my swimmers do this you know there's a lot of people uh athletes and um excuse me coaches that talk about their athletes like that which is cool that they we need that certain people need to be like that certain athletes need to be like that that's just part of life but that wasn't me and i want everybody to know that it's okay that you know some of the stuff you do and some of the stuff you coach and you teach and you learn and you hear is 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 for you is you know it could be an outlet for you could be a release for you could be relaxing for you you don't have to teach somebody because you want that paycheck you don't have to coach somebody because um you were the greatest swimmer in high school and you wanted somebody said you got to go teach their kids now you know um you don't have to do these things to be the greatest you can do these things to make a difference to help somebody out to help yourself out a lot of the coaching i didn't realize it till i was done coaching the kids and the students and the athletes helped me way more than i helped them they would open my eyes and made me look at things and see things in totally different lights and totally different avenues you know and that alone is is crazy like to think back now like in the midst of it you know just like a lot of things you don't see it right then and there but in the looking back now it's like man these these kids that we had kids that came from nothing kids that didn't have homes that were living in their cars that you know i had 15 year old kids that were paying rent in a house they had to work and they could only swim two days a week because they you know they didn't have nowhere to live and they had to survive but yet they would come and hang out with us and they were the happiest most thankful people ever and then you know you get these kids that have everything they got the brand new tacoma in the parking lot their parents give them everything they want they got a credit card with no limit and they are the most um you know sad unhappy people until they walk in the gate and then we treat everybody the same we always treated everybody tried to there are instances where you know some of you guys probably listen to this and probably tell he's full of shit i remember he said this about this kid and did this to this kid and whatever and hey i'm not perfect there's ups and downs and i learned a lot and you know i screwed up a lot too and i'll be the first to admit that you know like i said i'm not the greatest coach but i tried to make a positive effort and you know treat everybody the same um that also you got to think about when you're treating everybody the same but trying to make a positive effort is times change um people change the environment changes how you taught in the 80s 90s early 2000s how you coach you can't coach and teach that way again and the great coaches 
catch on to that, know that, and they adapt to the athletes and the students that they're teaching and coaching. A lot of um, great coaches, and like I said, not just because they win championship, but a lot of the great coaches that impacted a lot of student and athletes' lives changed and be we're doing it for such a long period of time because they would change with the times they would change with the community they would change they would grow uh, maybe change is the wrong word but they would grow and they would learn how to you know be relevant and speak to the kids and under and understand how they were perceiving things right if you taught the same way as you began now as you did in the beginning 20 30 years ago you're probably not relevant. You probably don't have as many students as you would. You probably don't have the positive outcome that you were having, you know, because these kids, they can't relate to you. You can't relate to the kids. Um, so you have to be able to adjust and adapt and pivot. And that's that's also, a you know, a good thing, uh, positive um, for coaching. You know, that what that's what makes a good coach is that pivot and that training. Um, so, you know, that's, that's another thing, but anyways, I'm kind of just rambling on. I just wanted to talk to you guys about that because with the coaching being such a big part of my life, it also, you know, opened my eyes and taught me a lot and gave me a lot of perspective. So a lot of the things I'm going to talk about in my podcast in future and how I live my life and how I say and do things is because I was a coach for so many years and I try to, um, do better for everybody and try to better everybody and the best I can and give to everybody the best I can and the coaching it opens my eyes in a whole nother level um, a whole different level you know yes the, the heart problem side opened my eyes in a you know life and death so to speak but coaching opens your eyes in a you know a, a whole different level a whole different idea a whole different realm if you will that I I don't really know how to explain it yet maybe I will in a future episode or you know later on down the road where i could totally break it down for you but that's um kind of where i was going with this and trying to give you guys a little bit of um insight right to me before you guys are just thinking ah, this guy's just rambling on rambling on but i do you know there is a madness a reason behind my madness and there is a lot of things that i've been been through and that i'm going through that i that i pay attention to and i listen to and i watch and i see and i i think it could help help me help a lot of people help our community and just help the world just to be a better place and that's that's the ultimate goal right my all my rambling and all my stories and all my ups and downs and everything that i put on here is because i want to i want to help people i want i want to help my family i want to help my community i want to help my my students i want to help my athletes i want to you know i just want to help everybody out I, I even want to help the people that hate me man i got people out there i got haters just like everybody else you know that's a whole nother podcast about how to deal with haters and people that hate you but i have nothing against that like for one you need people like that two they i want to help them be a a better version of themselves i might not be their cup of tea but maybe something i say along the lines and maybe they'll be like hey that makes sense maybe i should try it so you know i'm not here just to help people that i like and help people that want to listen to me and people that you know like me i'm here to help everybody whether you like me whether you love me whether you don't love me whether you hate me whatever i just i just i just want to i just want to help 
hands down i just want to help and hopefully this is can be my avenue to help one or two people and you know make the world a better place so um but yeah thank you guys again for tuning in and hang in there and there's more to come and we'll talk to you guys later on the next episode all right guys aloha have a good night